Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, a story of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication and transformation, and ways to use your intuition for living your best life. And today I'm delighted to welcome James Templeton, author of I Used to Have Cancer, a story of not giving up, especially when all avenues of conventional medicine fail, and his finding the way back to health through diet, exercise, alternative healing, and sheer perseverance and hope. Hello, James, and thank you for joining us today to share the miracle of life you discovered in the face of serious challenges. Thank you, Cheryl. It's great being with you today. James, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my guests and I share intimate stories that have guided us to understand life and death in its many layers of reality as we explore the metaphysical aspects of energy and find new ways to combine our spiritual and physical lives for greater efficacy, happiness, prosperity, and health. We are indeed complicated humans. In today's episode of Healing from Within, we will learn how James, who was active in pursuing a healthy life routine because his father and grandfather had died of heart attacks at an early age and then during a routine physical found out a mole on his body turned out to be a melanoma which is a dangerous form of skin cancer james followed the conventional medical protocol including surgery radiation and chemotherapy but the treatments weren't working And we're going to discover how a miraculous turn of events saved his life. And uh, his self-healing journey led him uh, to be able to share this today with you. And it's quite amazing when he reveals in his his book the whole system he sets up for working with a cancer diagnosis. Now, James... I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have shown them, or maybe others, the interest, work, or lifestyle that would be important to them when they reached adulthood. So think back and tell us something about your earlier life. Well, you know, my earlier life was, uh, my mother died before I was even two years old, Cheryl, and I never really knew my mother, and I always kind of wondered, you know, why did, did my mother die so young? I mean, I knew why, but, you know, that I didn't never have a real mother. You know, I had a stepmother, but not a real mother. That's hard. And I th- yeah. Yes, it was, and it was hard, and I think that, you know, growing up with that, uh, not having that, that, that nurturing mother, you know, that that energy that you have around that a mother, you know, to teach you things and to spend time with you. As I got older, and I had had a stepmother later on, but you know, it's not the same. It's never mm. the same. And I felt like I I missed out a lot. I think it really affected me. But uh, you know, I I was a little. I was always kind of shy and. And uh, I was a I was a good kid, and and I was you know like to play and do everything all the other kids do. But I just think that 
you know, being that my mother, I think she was watching over me I'm in sure some kind was. of a way, mm-hmm. some kind of a way. But I always felt like I, I wasn't alone. I felt like there was someone with me, you know. And I'm sure that it was probably my mother's spirit, you know, that was watching over me. And and as I, you know, got older and had to make tough decisions, I always felt like I had someone with me. And you know, I guess you could say it was maybe the higher power of God or whatever, and I felt that too at times. But I just feel that that my mother's uh, energy was with me. Yeah, and I know you had a sister, Judy, who you yes. had a, a very deep, close connection with. She was a few years older than you, and mm-hmm. uh, and that was a gift from spirit now let me just tell you something that I've discovered along the way we make plans with all the important people in our lives before we get born Uh, sort of a contract and your mother's contract with your father your family you was to leave early so something else could come out of the time that you would have in this life without her she made a sacrifice her soul made a sacrifice to do what she did for something good to come out of it eventually and perhaps it was you had a great father you had a great sister right mm-hmm. and you you wrote right. about you wrote about your father he never had an unkind word for anyone and he was so talented in all the things that mattered kindness character loyalty and a rich love of his family and he taught you he was a machinist so he could build or fix anything i think that's a great gift i'm not so good that way but i would like to be able to do that and i admire it in people who can do it life was good in many ways for you and you did do the right thing by trying to live a healthy life you did running right you were a fitness fanatic yeah Yes, I did. I ran. I mean, I was one of these guys you'd see running down the road you'd, every day, everywhere you went in town. I lived in a small town, and I was the guy running. And as you said earlier, I was doing this because my father and my grandfather both died at very young ages. My father at 46, my grandfather at 36, and I never knew my grandfather, but I knew that we had this heart disease thing in the family and I always worried because my father died when I was in high school and I it 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 shocked me when he died because he just basically fell over you know mm. and it was one of those kind of quick deaths but it it made me very upset and I got to feeling probably sorry for myself at for a little while but yes. I also started to to look at my life and say you know I don't know if I'll make it to 30 you know, what am I going to do with myself? And I didn't know. I was immature and didn't know what to do with myself. And and I self-medicated and started to, uh, you know, basically what's the use attitude, all that kind of thing. But, you know, as I matured, I started to see that there there was a better way, and that was to take care of myself more and to start to, uh, you know, get into good physical fitness shape. And, you know, I didn't watch what I ate you know the way I should but I didn't support myself with all this exercise but uh, you know I just I didn't know any better and I read a book back in those days and it was by a, a fellow by the name of Jim Fix 
which was uh, who was a uh, a you know running guru guy that's kind of started the running fitness movement back in those days and and uh after i found out about what he'd done i thought well i'll model myself after him and i'll do what he did so that's how i got into that well some people run because they're running away from a fear and some people run like you did because you're trying to empower yourself to, to do better than the genetics or the hereditary factors that you thought you inherited. But let me tell our mm-hmm. listeners this. You know, it doesn't matter uh, what relatives had. Your soul has a unique purpose and destiny, a way to come into this world when you come in, and a way to go out. And it doesn't have to be anything like what happened to your father or mother or aunt or grandfather right we can create our own destiny some things have to be they're just written Mm -hmm. into our life plan and some things we create with the fear and intention if we keep putting out an intention i'm going to die from cancer well chances are that's what's going to happen Uh, one day i was sitting at a a lunch counter and a girl sat down next to me and we started talking and, and all of a sudden she says to me you know, I'm going to die from cancer. I said, what did you say? Mm. And she says, mm. well, my aunt and my father and... D-. I said, I'm going to teach you something that's very valuable now. If you think that, you're going to create that. So from now on, every morning when you wake up, I want you to say, I'm in a fit and healthy body. I'm going to go out and do good in the world and enjoy my day and meet people and 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 just have a wonderful day and not have that negative thought come back to you ever again. And if it does come back, because negative thoughts do float in every day into our, our head, you would just sure. to say, I don't embrace that. Oh, no, where did that come from? No, 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 no embracing of that. So uh, you you did that. Actually, you did that. You said, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to find a way. And and that's how you created uh, your own health past your family's destiny. It's their, was their destiny. Yeah. It's not our, your destiny. Okay, so let's go yeah. on to, um, now you're in the hospital, and you have three visitors in three days who directed you um, to a natural way of healing. It sounds like uh, the three visitors who came when Jesus was born. <laughs> the, the three kings who brought well, him I'll three gifts. It's beautiful. So tell I'll us tell about those people. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Cheryl. You know, I was laying there in the hospital after the doctor came in after surgery. It says, well, it doesn't look good for you. It looks like you might have a 20% chance of surviving three to five years if you can get through these chemotherapy treatments that I want you to take. And he says there's going to be 80 of them, and he says they're oh, all experimental. My and they were the and hypothermia, thinking, the hy- hypothermia where they put your body oh, yeah. into a cold state with the chemo. Yeah. How many did you and take was, of those? Well, I only did 10. Uh, it, I only did 10 out of 80 because... Uh, my body wasn't responding very well mm. at all. And the doctor, you know, when he told me that I only had a slight chance of surviving, and he says, if you don't do the chemo, he says, you don't have much of a chance at all. 
And I, I got it right then. I didn't need to know how many weeks or months. And he's only telling you what he, what his, from his experience. You well, know, you what know he what? Feels. Sometimes I think doctors do that because they want you to take this treatment plan and everything they're going to say to you very seriously. But they shouldn't do that. Nobody knows. Yeah. Uh, there is a plan for each of us, and they don't know. And, and they shouldn't no. say those kind of things. They should say, in my view, I'm going to uh, offer you this. You could do holistic healing along with it. That certainly will be good for you, listening to music and meditation, being in nature, getting energy healing sessions. You say, we should be able to do it all because it, yes. because every person is different and responds differently to to treatment. So I find that um, needs to change in the medical you know, routine. They have to be more open-minded and, and be very conscious of what they're saying. I think that was yeah. unkind so when, you know, When they tell you that, it scares the heck out of, of you. Of course. And you start to believe it, and you think, well, I guess I'm, I'm, a, I'm a goner here. You know, I guess there's nothing else I can do. And that happened to so many people. Right. But what did I do? I knew there had to be another way. I just knew intuitively deep inside of me, and I started, you know, thinking this, and I knew. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call out of the blue, and the phone call is a minister of, of from a church from where I went to church on a semi-regular basis. And I, you know, I didn't know the minister that well other than, you know, I knew of him, I thought a lot of him, but he calls me on the phone, and he says, James... He says to me, he says, I've been praying for you, mm. and many people have been praying for you at the church and around town. And he says, I want you to know that, that you're a tough guy. He says, I know you're in physical, good physical fitness shape, you know, as far as you know how to push yourself from all the running. Mm. And he says, I know that if anybody can beat this cancer, you can. He says, you just have to get in there, and you have to fight like hell. And he says to me, you beat this so-and-so cancer. And he said some words that were shocking to me because I'd never heard him speak like this. He was giving was a, you inspiration and courage. He <laughs> was. And here is the holy man, and he speaks like this. It got me. At first, I, I said, did I hear this right? And then I thought to myself, you know, He's exactly right. I have to get up, and I have to fight, and I have to beat this stuff, and I have to figure out a way no matter what it it takes, you know. So after that phone call, I started to pray, and I prayed like harder than I've ever prayed. And I wasn't a guy that, you know, went around praying a lot. I just was a regular guy that was a hardworking young man. But I started to pray, and I felt like, Every cell in my body was praying and asking for an answer. Mm. I needed to find an answer. And I asked God, I said, God, you've got to help me. I've got to find an answer. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I probably said, I, I haven't been such a great guy at times, but now I'm asking you for something. I really need help and all that kind of thing. And, you know, I'm laying there after this prayer and it was the funniest kind of, energy around me i just felt like i was an out-of-body experience almost mm -hmm. but about 20 minutes later i'm laying there and i got a knock on the door 
and this was the first messenger, and this was a friend of mine I hadn't seen in seven and a half years. He walks through the door, and he had these piece, this piece of papers in his hand, and he walks in, he has this in his hand, and he tells me, he says, I heard you were in here, and uh, he says, I wanted to come see you. He says, I was driving around, I didn't know if it was the right thing, but I got this this information from a friend of mine at at work and it's about a man that cured himself of cancer using a diet and lifestyle the macrobiotic diet yes the macrobiotic diet yes and when he said that and told me I never heard of any diet like Mm -hmm. this I never heard of any lifestyle like this but you know what I knew that that message was from the higher place and mm-hmm. I knew that I was supposed to do what this other man did, and I knew that if it worked for him, why can't it work for me? So that's what I felt deep inside, and I felt like this new, this new energy coming over me, this 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 hope, this this belief starting to starting to come around me, you know, and, instead of this and negativity you just, and yeah, fear. you just said it. You threw out an mm-hmm. intention of hope that you were going to heal and yes. you we, you created it with your your own thoughts not the fear of what the doctor yes. had said and then you had a second knock that was your mama and what was she holding in her hand she <laughs> had a book in her hand that came from a relative that was sent to her and she just got it in the mail and it was about a book that was written about uh, cancer and vitamin C and it was written by Linus Pauling and Linus Pauling had written this book, and he talked about people that were terminally ill with cancer, or they either they had a late-stage cancer that did very well, and he took a high-dose vitamin C. A lot of them survived, and some of them lived much, much longer. Well, I thought right then, okay, well, if it'll work for these people, why won't it work for me also? So now I had this this sea of hope around me, and this feeling like, hey, I've got it. I'm going to beat it. These people can do it. I can do it too. And I was very excited. And all of a sudden, this negativity turned into nothing but a positive outlook going forward. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. And then the third doc was the hospital's mm-hmm. psychotherapist. And yes. Who knew I, a lot about ne- this diet and, and <laughs> said, yes, it'll be really good for you. So you got yes. more positive input. And she also yes. told you about a few other books that that would serve you well. So now you were yes. getting you were getting you were getting a plan, a treatment yes. plan. And and uh, go on to tell us about what you would eat for breakfast when you started on this macro um, biotic diet. Well, after you know the doctor came in and told me my body wasn't responding, the doctor says, "You know there's nothing else I know to do for you, and on and on about uh you know if it was his son or daughter, he would do the same thing and I said you know, to myself, "Well, I'm not going to stick around here and find out what's going to happen next. <laughs> you got out so I snuck out <laughs> at two in the morning in the hospital good good and uh which was very, very unlike me, probably, but I snuck out and I never looked back. And I dug into this macrobiotic diet. And at that moment, when I snuck out of the hospital, I said to myself, "I'm going to war with this cancer. I'm going to eat this this uh, diet. I'm going to live the lifestyle." 
and uh, I'm going to do everything it takes. I'm going to put 150% if I have to into it. I'm not going to go down easy. And uh, I started. I started eating this food, and I started to eat. You know, there's a lot of whole grains. It was all organic food. Everything, of course, is organic, and it's 50% or so whole grains, 25% or more of you know vegetables lots of vegetables especially mm-hmm. the cruciferous vegetables the the anti cancer the cancer fighting mm-hmm. vegetables and i even had miso soup which was a soup that is very high in and gut promoting bacteria you know which is so important because your immune system is made up of Every, 80% of it is your gut flora yeah everything i found out. comes from the gut and a it good does. probiotic health is very important to stabilizing any condition, any autoimmune situation. Now, I know you went off to the Cushy Institute in the Berkshire Mountains in western mm-hmm. Massachusetts, and they suggested some lifestyle um, ideas along with the dietary requirements. And I liked a lot of these, that you were supposed to walk outdoors in the fresh air two times each mm-hmm. day for mm-hmm. 30 minutes, try to wear cotton clothing next to your skin and use cotton sheets. Uh, try to use natural quality body care products and cosmetics and to minimize radiation or exposure to television and all our electronics and all our cell phones and all this stuff that's throwing the waves of our um, cellular structure off and to take mm-hmm. breaks and to stretch and don't stay at the computer too much and maintain this is important they're simple things but they're, they're setting up an environment of balance for people maintain a clean orderly home and environment so there's not chaos and confusion of course mm-hmm. keep green plants if you can in your home to increase oxygen and this one I especially liked because I've been doing this all my life. Not everybody likes this about me. But try to keep active from morning to night. Greet everyone you meet and maintain active communications with parents, children, and other relatives. I say hello to everybody, every stranger I have conversations with. Because we're sharing yeah. energy and we're sharing positivity in life, and it just makes you feel good. You don't know who you're affecting. Someone could be dealing with something, and you're just smiling at them and saying hello. It could be a wonderful gift of life. And, you know, people don't all like that because not everyone's so outgoing. That's okay, but you have to be what you are. And, and not try to be what other people want you to be. And then you suggest light, moderate exercises, including yoga, martial arts, dancing, or sports, and to select a few minutes each day to express appreciation and gratitude to God and nature and the universe. It might be just talking to spirit. It doesn't even have to be. It is a form of prayer. Everything we do when we talk to those above our loved ones or or uh, the divine is a form of prayer. And then um, you also mentioned chanting, visualization, all 
as a way to create healthy, positive thoughts. And he said, sing a happy song each day, even if you sing it to yourself <laughs> in the shower, yes, whatever. Yes, you just want to be positive because negativity is so hard on your immune system. Yes. And when you have cancer, it's all about your immune system. It's all about, you know, getting a getting ahead of everything. And, you know, you got to start and make a lot of changes. And that's what you did with this lifestyle and this diet is you changed your whole way of life. You looked at things differently. You learned to love each other more, of people, to be to to force yourself to do things that maybe you felt uncomfortable about. And you became came out and started to live the way you're supposed to live. And and the balance starts to 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 you know come up to the top. I mean, it's it's so it's such an important thing, you know, because cancer. It was once told to me by one of my teachers that cancer is nothing but the body being out of balance, and it's trying to get your attention. And it's out of balance That's how like, many ways? could be a lot of ways. But yes. it's usually on a physical level, mental, psychological, spiritual, all of that could be out of balance. But it's trying to get your attention and say, if you don't make some changes, yes. you know, this is going to be your time are to make changes or else and people have to listen and when you go to see a a doctor or someone else and I'm not saying people shouldn't see doctors but when you go to see someone you know you put your life in their hands and you know what about your own feel, feelings for your own self your own self love you've got to learn to feel for yourself and love yourself and put your life in your own hands become your own guru Absolutely, yeah. Throw your life into somebody's hands and say, well, he thinks I'm going to die, I guess I'll die. I mean, that is stupid, you know, to do that because that is so negative and so so ridiculous that very few people will ever survive that kind of a, of a mentality or feeling. You're absolutely 100% right. We all have the ability to self-heal, and it comes, it begins with spirit it begins with asking for help it begins with trusting yourself and loving yourself and and learning to follow the clues of help that come in to you uh, as messages from spirit you had them and you followed them and now uh, just tell us um about the mission of the templeton wellness foundation that you have well the templeton wellness is a foundation that i started about a year and a half ago and I started it because I got tired of seeing my friends, my family, and my colleagues get cancer, and many of them die because they get into the wrong hands. And I just said, you know what, I have a good story. It's over 30 years now. I wanted to give my story out so that people could. I wanted to write the book I used to have cancer, first first of all. And then I wanted to interview other people that had stories similar to mine that have gone through stage four, you know, or late stage cancer and have survived for, for uh, quite a few years, you know, have been successful with their, uh, with their healing, you know, from cancer. So I wanted to interview these people so that other people would have an example to follow like I did when I first read this book about this man that cured himself of macrobiotics. So it gives people hope. It gives people this inspiration, and that's why I did that. And uh, you know, it's been uh, it's it's a new 
the whole Templeton Wellness thing is basically a new endeavor, but it is doing very well, and I'm interviewing people as we speak, almost. I'd like to say um, that I really want to thank you, James Templeton, for sharing an honest, challenging journey to face and conquer a serious illness and to move forward in life appreciating, honoring, and treasuring all the human, compassionate feelings one often remembers and honors as a result of facing and defeating cancer. To read more about the challenges and triumphs, go to IUSEDTOHAVECANCER.COM or Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have in a very concise, practical, and doable, and easy-to-implement way discovered many ways to help the body, mind, and spirit fight serious disease or simply provide a really livable style of everyday practices that can improve our autoimmune system and provide preventative ways from developing some harmful conditions that will undermine our well-being. We have also learned that stress can destroy your immune system and that meditation, visualization, positive thinking, and allowing yourself to heal any condition by a completely renewed state of mind is not only possible, but probable if you are consistent and put intentions to allow yourself to be healthy, happy, and live according to the rules of of nature and energy. Healing starts with your thoughts. Remember, negative self-thought or self-talk is self-induced sabotage, so avoid it at all costs. Keep your spirits up. Get out there into nature. Be with kind, loving people and enlarge positivity within your thinking and actions. Remember to optimize your vitamin D and C levels and try to limit exposure to polluted air, deadly mold, cigarette smoke, and EMF radiation, pesticides, and other hazards. James and I would have you know, you don't have to wait to have a health challenge to care for and love your healthy self. If we try to to apply even some of the wise provisions James has shared in his journey and book, I Used to Have Cancer, you will find ways for healing and sustaining health. It will be possible to live with greater energy and efficiency and for healing small or large problems. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to leaders in the fields of science, health, energy, energy medicine and spirituality and education music and the arts share ways to understand our physical and spiritual essence and live with greater awareness higher consciousness and positivity and positive results shows can be heard on dreamvision7radio.com and also webtalkradio.net thank you